The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew to Galilee. He left Nazareth and went to live in Capernaum by the sea, in the region of Zebulun and Naphtali, that what had been said through Isaiah the prophet might be fulfilled. Land of Zebulun and land of Naphtali, the way to the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people who sit in darkness have seen a great light. On those dwelling in a land overshadowed by death, light has risen. From that time on, Jesus began to preach and say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. As he was walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and his brother Andrew, casting a net into the sea. They were fishermen. He said to them, Come after me, and I will make you fishers of men. At once they left their nets and followed him. He walked along from there and saw two other brothers, James the son of Zebedee and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father Zebedee, mending their nets. He called them, and immediately they left their boat and their father and followed him. He went around all of Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and curing every disease and illness among the people. The gospel of the Lord. Well, I've been angry with Jesus all week. Have you ever been angry with Jesus? I know um, it happens because it's part of our humanness. And uh, at this point, I was angry with him because I thought he was wrong. So we can be angry with him and think he's wrong, but chances are we're wrong, right? Well, as I was been praying with this reading all week, the very first line is, when Jesus heard that John was arrested, he withdrew to Galilee. I was upset with him about this. So John, who has given him his whole life to proclaiming Jesus and showing Jesus um, is here in the world, gets arrested. And as he gets arrested, Jesus doesn't go to him. So I was having a little one-on-one conversation with Jesus, and I said to him, what's wrong with you? Why would you let your best friend sit there and rot in jail? What, why would you go to Galilee instead of going to him? Now, with me at least, sometimes when I get angry and upset with Jesus, he doesn't say anything. He just looks at me. And he looks at me with that little twinkle in his eye like, come on, I think I know what I'm doing here. But I was upset. I was frustrated. I thought, how could you do this to your, to your, to your cousin, John the Baptist? Why would you just leave him there? And then to top it off, what does he do? He goes to Galilee and Capernaum by the sea, and he begins to recruit disciples, Peter and Andrew and James and John. Well, do you know what's going to happen to these disciples? Eleven out of the twelve of them are going to get whacked in the end, right? And I think, what are you doing? Now you're calling twelve people from their fathers, from their homes, from their, their life to come and follow you, and they're going to get killed in the end. 
So I was angry for quite a while and, and, you know, talking to Jesus and hearing nothing back from him for a while. But I continued to pray with it and wrestle with it. And, you know, I think what he spoke to my heart was this life that we're promised if we follow Jesus involves suffering and dying and rising. And that means for every one of us disciples, this life is going to involve suffering and dying and rising. Sometimes we don't want to hear that, but that's the reality for those that believe. And if we believe this suffering, dying, and rising doesn't become something that upsets us or something that we hate or something that we disdain because we see that this suffering, dying, and rising unites us to Christ. So John the Baptist, he proclaimed Jesus' coming. He knew who Jesus was. He himself said, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And Jesus knew that John the Baptist knew what his mission was. His mission was to point out Christ, to suffer, to die, and to rise. So why didn't Jesus go rescue John from jail? Because his mission was to suffer, to die, and to rise. So then comes the disciples, who he chooses. He chooses the twelve, and he calls them from, from what they're doing. And they go on this remarkable adventure. They're able to be with Jesus, and they heal the sick. They raise people from the dead. They cure illnesses. They recover sight to the blind. The deaf can hear. They do amazing things with him. But in the end, what do they do? They suffer, they die, and they rise. So once I began to understand that Jesus had a purpose and a plan and a vision for each one of them, I began to understand that he has a plan, a purpose, and a vision for me. And that vision is going to be suffering and dying and rising. And once we know that, once we kind of come to terms with that, that that's what our life will entail, we can begin to enjoy life as an adventure. We can go out and, into this world and do the things that Christ wants us to do, knowing that it's okay, knowing that no matter what trials we go through, we're going to suffer, we're going to die, and we're going to rise. And maybe you're going through a difficult time in your life right now. Maybe you're suffering in some way, going through something you never thought you would go through. By that suffering, you're being united to Christ. I had a friend who I was uh, with lunch, and he said one of his favorite memories of his father before he died. He said his father and him were best of friends, and um, he loved his father. But his father was one of those persons that insisted on doing everything on his own. And so one of his last memories of his father was his father crawling on his hands and knees. He had a herniated disc, but crawling on his hands and knees to get to the bathroom. And when he said to his father, he said to him, Dad, you know, you're going through so much. His father said to him, and he, he said, I'll never forget this. His father said to him, I haven't been crucified yet. So all of us are called to this adventure. Right now, Jesus calls you to himself. He calls you to a wonderful adventure where he wants to work miracles through you. He wants to do amazing things through you, in you and with you and through you. But ultimately, the, the most amazing miracle that will happen is when we ourselves suffer, die, and rise. And so I just invite you on this Sunday to really offer yourself to God, to give yourself to Jesus. He's saying right now to you, come and follow me. 
And there's going to be adventure, but there's also going to be the Paschal mystery that we all are called to enter into, his suffering, his dying, and his rising.